White Noise, episode 12, July 29th, 2011. Environment is not two words. Howdy, and welcome back to White Noise. I think we didn't do a whole lot right after the intro. I think that's how you do every intro. Well, it's true. I, I, I love double introducing, because you may not just get it the first time. Sometimes the second time is necessary. White noise, not to be confused with black silence. Which I think was a, uh, one of those, I think that was a Jim Crow law, actually. Really? Wow. That got bad. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Kyle. I'm Ian. And I'm Ricky. Ricky's here again. Ricky's still the new guy, so he still has to be the last. Let's see, this episode, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be discussing my experience with Half-Life in our story time corner. This is our second recording session. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This has been a solid month since our last recording session. We've all grown as people and as friends, and I managed to not rip out Ricky's intestine, which I think was very good of me. See, Ian is a Dirty Nerdy Astros fan. This is actually right after our last episode. The Few and the Proud. And I've been a Rangers fan forever. Because he's a sellout. No, I'm not a sellout. I'm not a bandwagon Rangers fan. You know what? You're still a Rangers fan, though, and that's just as bad. So I went to Colorado recently. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's in Colorado? Just, the, uh, the Rockies. The Rockies. Yeah, nobody likes the Rockies. I went to. Well, we have this. There's this uh, awesome cabin that we've been. We've, we've gone twice. Same cabin. Rockies is the name of the mountains and the name of the, the mountains. It's near. Uh, I'll say. Is it Loveland, Colorado? I think. It's near that. What is the actual? T- I can't remember the actual. T- it's wherever the Stanley Hotel is. That's in the Shining. Oh, yeah, that one. No, we're actually going to go there. Wow. It's next to a loved one. You went to that hotel? Like, we didn't stay in the hotel. We didn't okay, visit thank God. Like, I wonder we, how often so much we stayed in an awesome three-story mountain was cabin. Was that the name of the room? Something like that. 213? Three-story mountain cabin. Did you pay extra to stay in that room? Gigantic bear in the, uh, like a stuffed bear. Three-story cabin? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was, it was a you should change the story. You should say it's a real bear. You fended it off with your bare hands. It goes, his bare hands. It goes three stories down. Goes the opposite direction. That's awesome. So you just have to go like, in on the top floor, and then you go down to where the game room and media room are like, so far, and then down to extra. Bedrooms. So, so it's, it's it's like a it's like a super basement. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> have you ever been in like a house that like you walk in and it's like sort of like a platform, and you're immediately like you have to make a decision of up or down. Have you like ever been in one of those houses? Like, what are you doing? I can imagine it, but no, I don't think I've ever been. It's in just one of those. door, and then you can't go anywhere except for two, two sets of stairs. <laughs> one going up, one going down. Well, see, then it's like. I feel like people are going to judge me depending on what I choose. This is like a major life decision, just touring the house. Am I a hopeless optimist, or am I a realistic but really kind of depressing pessimist? I saw Jeffrey's house. I went in there, and it was one of those weird ones where you open the door, and it just stares in front of your face. It goes straight up, like in a New York. Like, those are like those, are those like, apartments like New York stores. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, that's it's technically part of his house. It's just that the st- it's like door stairs. <laughs> you have to go I think stairs. that's really actually cool. But... <laughs> and then you're in the house, actually. But see, that's just such a perfect Jeffrey thing for some reason. It's <laughs> yeah. like, what do I want when I first... Stairs! <laughs> <laughs> I want to be challenged with adversity as soon as no, I walk through the door. You not think that much. It's just like, what do you need in a house? Well, I need a door, and I need some stairs, and then I need a refrigerator, and then an armchair, and then a bathroom. That's all of the exact In that order. Switch the armchair and the refrigerator, and you have the order of the house. Sing Xbox in the middle somewhere. But not a TV. Not a TV. It's a really nice little uh, little uh, town thing, and it's like it's nice because. I can actually go there, and I can't make myself work on things because it's actually impossible. Not that he didn't try. He he bugged me all the entire thing. Like it was oh, tough though. It was worth it. Try to bug you. Well, no, it was because was block every signal that I try to send out of there. <laughs> Which is why I had to get around it. Shining happened. I like push in, like throw my phone in the air. And <laughs> well, then of course, then there's the problem where my phone is dying, so it only gets half of this text message anyway. Yeah. Which means I got a full quarter of his text messages. So that didn't really work out terribly great. It'd be interesting to get like every fourth word of the text message. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was it's, it's, it was a nice day. We were going back again actually sometimes. There was there was a fudge shop, there was a delicious fudge at the fudge shop. Really? Yes. I was expecting there to be lollipops at the fudge shop. <laughs> there were. But there were so fudge. It was actually a Christmas shop, like all year round Christmas shop. When you went to a, San Francisco. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. Go to anywhere called the Stinking Rose. 
You can know, but you went over that the garlic thing or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, you talked about that during the episode. I really want to go to the Stinky Rose. It's a garlic themed restaurant. It's, it's, it's a restaurant where everything is themed with garlic. That sounds So there was one interesting thing though, like you know, like you you go through this mountain pass to get there, right? It's like a valley. It's exactly the place you would get ambushed if you were riding through on a horse. Sure. And so we were driving through there to get from the one town to the other town that's near the cabin. The cabin also takes, once you enter the actual, what can be considered the neighborhood, it takes about six minutes to get through the cabin because you're going up the hill back and forth, like, up the entire time. Which leads to one of my favorite real world words in the world, switchback. Switchback. Okay. Now this is bugging you because you brought up a weird restaurant. Does anybody know the name? It's like, it's like a restaurant where all the waiters are paid to be complete jerks to you. No. Tyler's. Tyler's. Okay. Wait, no, is it Tyler's or is it Dick's? It's, it's, I, God, I know it's somebody's name. It's I don't Tyler's, know where it is. It's either Tyler's or Dick's. I think it's Dick's. Just. It but, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's in Dallas. There's a restaurant where yeah. you go in and the entire dining experience is they, they are rude and abusive towards people. people. Really I, I would do it. I would do it because you can just throw it right back and throw your sarcasm around and enjoy yourself. And if you don't sass them back, they get worse. It's yeah. They respect you for and I've never been in and I've never really intend to because I get all meek in social situations. But I don't think that would be a bad combination. I think I think that would be like one of the most, most of your comebacks would make you almost like over most of their heads too. Well, it's so. like if I ever if I ever got up to it, it'd be it'd be fun for me. And I think it'd be a great argument. Uh, it'd be it really could have more fun at like restaurant than like the Renaissance and like a. Like a well-educated like British author or something that would be pretty amusing. But like <laughs> Shakespeare versus Ian, the like argument of the arguing with like, you know, some like Should argue with Stephen Hawking, gangster or something. <laughs> that wouldn't work very well. <laughs> no, seriously, though your bullet may in fact sac- <laughs> compromise the the sanctity and integrity of my structural. <laughs> Do you know what I am saying? <laughs> Shut up! Oh. oh, see, there you go. It just happened. It just happened. That is called a pulmonary collapse. I can't... Oh. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're driving through this mountain pass, and there's, there's a really weird thing kept happening where there would just be cars sitting on the side of the mountain pass, but there would be no one near the car. They'd given up. It would, like, we drove by the first one, it's just a car, and it's parked, like, kind of up the mountain see, a little bit, and nobody's in it. You know you're in a horror film. Oh, yeah, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. We kept passing these over and over, just everywhere. I mean, they'd be like up, like on the mountain, and nobody would be around. And the then car. you got to the tunnel. Then, well, like we passed the cars. Then there was like a school bus at one point. The hood was up, <laughs> like at the end of joint, like oh, like the okay. thing. Nobody was there at all. I was all. thinking, like, I got the sudden image of the infernal school bus. School bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think of that? What I'm thinking yeah. of, what I'm thinking of it is straight up a school bus and a gangster hoodie. <laughs> 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 Hydraulics, yeah? Oh, my God. So, so the yeah, on like, the bus go round and round, round and round. <laughs> the pimps on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is, we're going to release this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be... This will be White Lightning 4. We're going to... Uh, WL4. Whatever we, we abbreviate it. We're going to make a, a, a gangster wheel on the school bus. Yeah, empty school bus sitting on the side of the road. And then there was a boat. A boat. A <laughs> motor boat. Motor boat on the side of the mountain as we're driving through. See, Nobody's so, around. It's just see, a boat. It's just see, sitting there. Here's the thing. Now, now you know when you've gone from horror film to SpongeBob. Yeah. It's just kind of... <laughs> if nobody buys it. It's not near a house. It's just a boat sitting there. Well, like... There's no way the boat could have been transported to this location without significant struggle. It was, it was like people like it was not the, an accident that the boat was there. The big like the big swimming pools, you know what I mean? And they like yeah, the Olympic somebody, size, like no, 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 not like an Olympic size swimming pool, like an above ground pool, like a bigger one. And they're like sitting in there oh, with like a the canoe. Big one thing, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. sitting in there with a canoe, and then they're like <laughs> they blow it up, it, yeah. yeah, and they'll ride the canoe down <laughs> in in the stream yeah, of yeah, water. Yeah, that, that might be. Because that, that seems like that should be one of the things on my bucket list is to ride the canoe down a mountainside. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I think that would be a great, great way to spend well, so that'd it. That would be a great way to end your bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the bottom of the bucket list, right? No, no, no. Honestly, that that would be like like if if you had some kind of fatal disease or something, rather than attempt a suicide, you may as well go down in an awesome way. Like that. Oh I mean, my just, God. Just yeah. something that's sure to kill you, but will like kiteboarding be the most amazing experience ever. And will, like, no, 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 make that reminds me. There's so there's a I used to do UIL debate stuff, 
And one of the uh, one of the categories for URL debate was uh, newspaper newspaper headline writing, which I didn't do, but apparently it's a thing you can judge pretty well. But it's just you know, how catchy it is. You're going to begin like half an hour to formulate how much it for fits formats and everything. But the person who taught how to do a headline writing for Vista, they always had this this clip they brought up. There was a. Uh, so is this a how not to? No, no. This is this is, this is a, the perfect way to do it. There's 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 a river, right? That the, yeah. the, the Han, and it's the Han in, in China. Sure. Right. And so some guy decided it was his life's goal to uh to tightrope. Yeah. Across this river. Sure. And, this, and the deal is that the cliffs are like gigantic, like you yeah. know, hundreds of feet in the air. And he wanted to do it without any help, right? Yeah. So, what do you call that? The story for that? Skywalker crosses Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like that's how you write a headline. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, we come up with stuff like that. <laughs> Go on. Well, that was pretty much all the interesting points in my Colorado. The whole point of it is that interesting things don't happen. I'm able to actually just like rest for once. So, so it was nice. So, what was the story with all the abandoned vehicles? I don't know. They were just there. I never found out why they were there. <laughs> oh, you were just <laughs> the dark secret of the town. Like <laughs> the full moon rises. <laughs> The Willy Wonka tunnel. What? Oh God! No! Oh my God! Oh, why did Willy you do Wonka that? Why did you... nightmares of your childhood. <laughs> why do you build the tunnel like that? Why Willy Wonka? All right, so let's see. We can do um, we can do your word of the day first, or we can do the Half Life thing first. Which one do you want to do? Uh, we'll go ahead and do Half Life because I'm. Okay. Well, I mean, no, because we'll. Be... I don't know. This is an actual bit. So I'm gonna be talking. Go for it. While. You guys are free to comment. Just follow your own. Kyle didn't get much talking done in the last. That's one, true. I so. didn't. <laughs> Go for it. I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna interrupt with absolute outrageous comments. <laughs> All right. So outraged, not outrageous. I I, I got uh, Both. Steam had their big summer sale, and I got like 20 games for 20 dollars, which was amazing. Because they're just Steam is that amazing. You just I you actually get, didn't get anything. You didn't get anything at all. You no, they had like Portal Two for like 30 dollars. I didn't have the 30 dollars. But yeah, I got so I got the entire Half Life set of like Half Life everything for ten bucks, and so I tried playing the first one first because that's just kind of logical. I told him it was a good game, and it is. And so, well, see, here's the thing: it was basically uh, it was, um, it, it's like Valve's attempt. It was like the, them making an N64 game. So it's like if you had Valve make a game for the N64, that's what this would be. I can't imagine how you think that's a bad And game. No, I mean, the, when it first started, it was okay. It was actually really, really funny. It was, it was <laughs> well, hilarious. Well, it was like everyone's because it was so old, it was supposed to be this, like, you know, this suspense game, and me and Reed were just sitting there making fun of it the whole way through. Well, it's like, you know, you have, awesome. like, headcrap zombies that are, like, supposed to break creepily through doors, and you can, like, see their sho shoulders, like, rubbing through at first. I didn't know. That That actually scared. That was the only thing that kind of, like, made me jump at first, is I didn't see really? that. I walked oh, out wow, the door, okay. and I was going to try to break through it, and these arms just, like, burst through the wall right next to my screen. Because uh, I, I don't really play those, like, any kind of zombie games or anything, so that kind of stuff still still stuck yeah. with me. So, but uh, the game... Because I mean, he was Sidious? It, it seemed okay. I thought, basically, that I was... Great movie. Okay, okay, you're for it. I'm going to plug that movie, Insidious. I, I thought I thought it would be fun and be quick, and it would give me some backstory for Half-Life 2, which is the whole point. Um, this one wasn't made with the Source engine, obviously, so it was a lot different. And its main problem was... See, it would have been worth it had it actually given me backstory for Half-Life 2. But I'm pretty sure this game... Here, there's a mute. Sucked plot points from my head as I was playing. How? How does that even make sense? It doesn't, but it, that's what it did. What How did mean? you gain plot points from this what game? What do you mean plot points? It, like, it, it, like even it, the thing is, even in Half Life Two, I still don't really know why things are happening. Everybody else seems to know why things are happening in the game. Well, it kind of, it kind of is. You know, well, like you, you start off in Half Life One, and you push the cart into the thingy. That's yeah, the only well, science I, you ever do. Yeah, I kind of you get, get the a rift purpose. in space. And you have to get to the Lambda Complex to shut it all down before the world ends. But usually they give a lot more backstory to individual... Like, it, no, I guess it's, that it's was the big thing with Half-Life no. Half 2. Like, the biggest thing was it was the first first-person shooter game that, like, gave you never saw... Like, you, like, your character was, like, voiceless. Well, yeah. Like, all the rest of them were, like, Duke Nukem and Doom when you, like, <laughs> run around and your guy was like, 
hails you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, you were just, like, this quiet guy. Just generic scientist number four, you know? Um, right below that. See, that's why you gotta do that. <laughs> and well, then, then you said, but, and then you just go and it's like, okay, go through this next area to get to this next area, and, like, you keep listening to radio. I, I can follow it enough to play the game. It's just that there are, like, details that don't make sense. But see, in Half-Life 2, it doesn't matter. Because well, I actually have fun playing the game. It's really fun. What, what, what details are you talking about? Half-Life 1 was not good enough. Half-Life 1 was game. great. You just didn't play it when I you should have. You just... Are, I, I, I honestly think it's probably had I played it back when all I played were... Like, have you played, games, have you played the original Resident Evil games? No, that's the thing. I have a whole lot of those kind of you games. Just, have you just, seen... I haven't, no. I've been okay. spoiled too much by the new games. See, that's probably. the thing. Is I guess you can also know with, like... Preach, when you forget, like... Okay, but to be fair, I'm a Nintendo guy, which means my gaming yeah. options have always been really, really limited. So when I get out to branch into, like, computer <coughs> gaming, even something way back when is really awesome <laughs> for me. But even still, like, I mean, you just... You either have a mind to really appreciate retro gaming or you kind of don't. Well, it's not, it's not even that. It's just I got fed up with it and stopped. It's not even so much that I just, like, hated the game and wish it didn't exist. It's just that I didn't want to play it anymore. That's all. And I'll explain why I didn't want to play it anymore. It's not really that I hate the game. You killed the graphics with the game. It's just that I got... No, it wasn't the graphics. Trust me. So I'll, I'll launch into my synopsis of what I've played so far, which was about half the game. So pretty much it's it's... If you haven't played Half-Life, um, the main thing that took me off guard was I've been playing all the new Valve games where things are, it's like, there's puzzles, you solve them, but when you do solve them, they, they fit neatly together, you know? You know how they just kind of work, the portal, like when you play Portal. Wait, you played Half-Life 2? But there's, there's, there's like puzzles a, a, in it that don't cleanly work at all. It just kind of makes sense. I, I haven't quite finished Half-Life 2 yet. Oh, so you have not made it to the Cross the Sands part? Uh, no. He's, the, he's in the process, he's almost there. You're, you're running down Antlions now, right? Yeah. Crossing the sand part is right after that, and that one gets intense. <laughs> really? That one that's actually really nice. Anyway. The original Half-Life basically was, I think I may have told you this part already, but uh, the original Half-Life was like, and I'm not even complaining about this, because this is how old N64 games used to be, which is still one of my favorite systems ever. But it was, I just, my brain doesn't think with this kind of logic anymore, because I haven't played those games in a long time. But it was the puzzles like, how do I get past this gigantic turning fan? It couldn't possibly be, turn the fan off, then back on, then try to run through it before it gains up enough speed to chop my head off. No game developer would do that, because that doesn't make any sense. But you'd be wrong, because that actually is the, how you I, solve the problem. I'm not sure that that's how I did it, actually. I think there's another way to do that. That's that's pretty much the only way that it works. I there's think, not a whole lot of workarounds in those kind of games. I, I remember, there's, there's I remember like the fan you talking about. I it's, don't, it's like a giant one in the, you know, in the, uh, like in the giant bed Why thing. did you have to turn it back on? Because you had to, you, you had to turn it on was the thing. It was, it was a switch. It was off. You had to go down, turn it on, and then run through it real fast before it spun up. And then the next thing you think is not, well, let's see, what's the next step? It couldn't possibly be jump back into the fan from 50 feet above it, expecting it to propel you into the ceiling. <laughs> but you'd be wrong wait, again. Wait, wait, wait. You see a giant spinning fan on the floor, and your first thought isn't? Jump on See, it. That's the thing. You're up. more used to Nintendo games, still. So that's that, an amazing. <laughs> that's that's when, when you play Nintendo games. That's immediately the first thing you think. But I haven't been playing those for a while, so I didn't think that. What games do you play then? <laughs> play Minecraft. That's your yeah. problem. You play so, Minecraft. Minecraft. That's just, dumb. That's that's the kind of game that I'm talking about for anyone who hasn't played it yet. It's that kind of game, which it's, again isn't a bad thing. It's just I wasn't used to that. Okay, like then you're about to start hating uh, Half Life Two. Half-Life 2 has been significantly better so far. Really? No, so you're about to get to Crossing the Sand. Crossing the so, Sand is, isn't that difficult. It's just kind of freeform. It's, it's a lot of fun. It brings you, a new meaning to the term sandbox. Have you have you like seen the, like how you cross it like perfectly? I I crossed it perfectly on my own. Really? With like the two pieces of crate? Just like the, the bop, 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 bop. <laughs> yeah, like turn, put down, oh, yeah, turn, put down. It's hard, but yeah, that's what I did. Alright, so I'm just, I'm just going to kind of... I tried of, to use all the boards most, and stuff. Most of this is just kind of pointing out funny things, and it, it isn't really insulting the game, so... But, uh, so it starts up, you're in the little... You, you're coming in, this is mostly for the benefit of people who haven't actually played. You, you know, you're, you're riding into the Black Mesa facility, and the, uh, you know, the, the little... Maybe mini mini train thing, you know, that mm -hmm. you're riding on. Which, by the way, is much creepier than the Aperture Science facilities. Black Mesa I don't know. In Portal 2... 
Yeah, yeah you can't talk about Portal 2. He hasn't played it yet. But, so we can't I know. Be, I know it's really like the best game of the year. You can't give any spoilers. I know. Somebody just wanted to, you know. So you write it. Buy me a copy. Obviously, the graphics are kind of low, but that didn't actually bother me at all. So you, you pull up. I set, So the first thing I noticed is Gordon Freeman is Superman in the first game. He has a suit. He's Superman. Wait, how's that? I step off the train and am instantly 30 feet away on the other side of the platform next to the door. The movement in this thing feels like you are sledding around on ice with glass-polished shoe soles while wearing a mini hang glider. That's how it feels when you're moving around this game. I think that Which you... Which messed up quite a bit of stuff for me. It's, really, it's very smooth. That's, that's it's, it's weird. Extreme. It moves so fast. And it's also one of the game, those games you get over there and you turn around and then the NPCs that are supposed to be following you are way over there. I actually don't remember that, that syndrome at all. I, I, you don't at all? Maybe there's like play a, again. Maybe there's like a sensitivity setting or something. I'll play it right so now. There, no. Yeah, yeah. No, you're live streaming. You're not going to do that right now. You're going to do what Actually, the live streaming... I remember me being moved pretty fast. Uh, I thought that was camera. a good thing. Because, so, like, remember how Pokemon became, like, immensely better? Well, yeah. When they just, like, hey, instead of you having to, like, do all this crap for a bike, we're just going to start you with running shoes. Yeah. And then yeah, you never yeah. let go of the B button. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because so, walking is retarded. The NPCs, you know, you join in, the NPCs are uh, just kind of in traditional Half-Life sense. There's, like, five of them that are looped throughout the entire game, which was expected because, you know, I mean, that's just how they work. The NPCs, they also have the exact same voice, which drove me crazy the entire time. Did you ever notice their voice? Yeah, yeah. Really well, high nasally voice. This is how the average nerdy scientist sounds. This is... But then the main guy no from... Uh, between the people. Then the, ma- the main guy in Half-Life 2 just uses that voice. Yeah, yeah, voice. that's true. They do carry that over to that one guy. And uh, and so the, the that was one of the problems in this one, is that in, in Half-Life 2, I care about the NPCs, actually, because they're, they're more human. In this one, I didn't care about the NPCs at all. I'm usually very, very sympathetic toward NPCs as if they're real people, but these, these things. In these, that, these, hey, what do you these know? horrific beasts. I just thought every single save I made were horrible. I just, I, I, I couldn't stand. How many times I had to save? In Half-Life oh, yeah. Two, there's that one chick, like in that, like in the expansions or whatever. Uh-huh. Like there's, like there's one, one of the expansions where you play through the entire T of the expansion with her, <laughs> and she is so awesome yeah, because she will awesome. shoot. She has, like, unlimited ammo, and she'll <laughs> constantly shoot anything you shine a flashlight on. Yeah, right. there's, there's actually an oh achievement you get for not shooting a single thing. No, you have to shoot one bullet. You have to shoot a lock off a door. That's right. It's a requirement to the story. But, uh, so, there's this one chapter in Half-Life called Surface Tension, where it's the only time you're outside, you know, outside. Oh my right. God, is it hard. Like, looking at this, looking at my save dates, yeah. it took me a solid week and something like 50 saves to be... Half-Life just 2 also has possibly the second best gun in gaming history, with the number one gun being the portal gun. Like, it has the grab gun. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh my god. Here, let me see, let me see this, this super fast movement you're talking about. And when they start giving you, like... Bit or anything, oh, you keep going. Like, every, every single subject I get to, I have to stop and wait for you guys. To I didn't know you were like, you were like, I'm going to do a thing on Half-Life. I'm no, like, I will oh, go no for it. And then you're like, I hate Half-Life. And I'm like... I got a problem now. That's the thing, I don't hate Half-Life. No, Ian, that's bad. Turn the volume off. That's gonna make, like, feedback. You're gonna have to turn that off. I love this gun, though. You're gonna have to turn that off right now. This isn't so bad. Turn that, turn it off. Why? Turn it off. I do not experience the problem with you, Mitchie. Okay, so anyway. What's the time? We're 28 minutes in? This is uh, is basically Half-Life. You go into the Black Mesa thing. Uh, they come up to you and they go, uh, they're like, hey, you're here, that Gordon Freeman guy, you just recently joined here. Uh, we'd like you to go, we have this material right here. We're pretty certain it's extremely unstable and will cause some catastrophic event that will doom the world. We'd like you to go shove it to a giant laser beam, would you mind? Which I think is a fantastic way to start it. Alright, uh, want to go home instead? No, okay. And so they send me off to the the room with with the, uh, the ATV suit. It's the hazardous environment something. I don't remember what the B stands for. Do you remember? I could check, but you <laughs> Administering antitoxins. I like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that. Like, always got my nerve the whole time. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they took her out. That I'm was just saying, in, in Half-Life 2, it scared me. Well, I thought the, it was an actual person. It would the be poison wonderful. bug. The poison bug oh, in Half-Life yeah. 2 is the stupidest mechanic ever. It takes, ever. All, your health it takes all of your health, and then you slowly regain it, which is like the dumbest uh, thing. Uh, uh, oh my god. Hazardous 
environment suit. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Why would they do that? <laughs> because you can't have like a two-letter. That's not logical in any way. <laughs> That's true. There's actually a linguistic theory behind it that people love three-letter acronyms. Yeah. That's but I'm not going to get into another linguistic yeah. lesson. Alright, so anyway, I, I walk into the, uh, they, they leave me in the room with the suit. Now, I've seen the suit before, right? I've been Gary's mod. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> it's him. It's pretty wonderful if they actually, like, healed you or something when they said things like yeah. that. It administers morphine, is what it says. Yeah, it's like, I, I have some morphine. I've, Thank you. Thank you, suit with limitless supply of morphine. I've, I've, I've seen the suit in other places, right? I've seen pictures of them and stuff. I've never just kind of seen it sitting there in the little container by itself, right? So I don't know about anybody else, but when I walk in, I see it. My very first thought is, hey, the helmet's missing. Where's the helmet to this suit? Anybody? Well, yeah. I mean, Gordon has his environment suit. It's, no helmet. It's his silence protects it. He has a bubble of silence. It just, it's, well, when you really think about it, there were several points where I was submerged in, like, green toxic fluid. And you notice you and started losing. And my health didn't go down yet. The, the, the energy of the suit went down, and then my health started going down. Because somehow, protect the torso, everything else is okay. Clearly, also what, somehow. what this means is that I could put on this suit, I could cram my head into a bucket of chloroform, and I would be perfectly okay. <laughs> Obviously, it emits an ion protection field around your septum. <laughs> like, I think it, like, auto-helmets like it auto helmets or something. <laughs> because, like, that's the only thing that makes logical sense. Because, like, <laughs> it's, it's, if it's, you're it's, underwater... You have, like, an oxygen meter is the energy of the suit. So, yeah, like, yeah, if you true. have to use your flashlight underwater, you're screwed <laughs> because your little bar is going to drain, like, okay, so apparently keeping myself alive with oxygen takes as much energy as running a flashlight. <laughs> I, I, I did wonder what possible system, like, like what kind of technological system. Why can my flashlight <laughs> stay on for three-minute intervals <laughs> and then my suit powers down? And then recharge, <laughs> too, Yeah. Like, do I breathe one of those crank flashlights? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I breathe photons. Is it? You know what I think it is? I think it's a camera shy helmet. I think it can detect detect the lens of a camera. So anytime he's ever has himself photographed, it like swoops back like a convertible car or something. Yeah. Like falls into the back of a suit. Wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round. So so like, now I've got my semi protective suit on. I head into their little room with, you already know the thing's going to break down just by looking at it, the, the little laser beams lancing from this thing and flying all over the room. They give me, you know, they, they give me the uh, the, cart. the little cart that's like holding the, the, the thing. I'm looking at it thinking, yeah, this is going to be automated at all. You, you really need me to come and push this thing into the, into the laser. There's no way you could hook up some kind of pulley system. You drew straws, and you were the unlucky <laughs> scientist. I then hey, found out it took MIT education. Yeah. I then found out my next superpower, which is incredible strength, because I went up to it, and they were like, okay, carefully push the cart into the laser. I went, all right. I'm just going to kind of nudge it in, so I start like, just kind of nudging myself into it, kind of pushing mm -hmm. it. I'm just moving kind of slow. I wonder what happens if I push the E thing. I push the E button. Boom! <laughs> exactly. Because, I love that. He throws his entire <laughs> weight into this cart. I push and he's just like, ah! Oh! He's just like, <laughs> his cart. He's just into the laser. Awesome. If this didn't cause the meltdown, I don't know what did. Then there's just this awesome puzzle <laughs> later in the game when there's the, the water is all in the, the floor and, of course, it's electrified. But you have a bunch of... Actually, the boxes are made of metal. I'm not really sure how it helps. <laughs> but you take a bunch of boxes... Special metal. And you, 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 you shove it across, right? And then you use, like, the physics feel, like, where you knock pennies and one another, but the last penny always stays there. Yeah. You use that to, like, super push boxes all the way across this water, watery corridor as you can hop across. But it's like, But it was so great, because I was just, like, slightly pushing it, then push the button, and he just goes, like, boom! And it's just over there on the inside of the machine. Official worst puzzle ever. And so... Is in Half-Life 2 with the stupid, you have to get the jet ski ramp up. Oh, by yeah. going to the other yeah, side and, like putting, and putting tanks of water under, or tanks of whatever. It up, yeah. yeah, I was like... That was irritating. That, that was, was so annoying. annoying. I actually thought some of the Half-Life 2 puzzles were okay because they were more realistic than most but the Half-Life 2 puzzles are usually pretty good. so obvious enough. I really, yeah. like the, the, I really enjoyed the Half-Life 2 puzzles. After I threw this massive cart into a laser beam that already looked like it was like about to break down, <laughs> that's, uh, that's when I learned of his, his super strength ability, except for his legs. Which, by the way, can shatter at the slightest impact into a thousand pieces. Oh yeah, of course. I found this out by losing 30% of my health before the game started. In this room. 
So, you know, the whole thing that breaks down, all hell breaks down. It doesn't actually break down. Actually, you're... I don't like to know what happens. Your experiment experiment is totally successful. Yeah, like you ripped a hole open. You managed to rip a hole and literally all hell broke loose. Yes. Uh, It was... And you opened a portal that (laughs) There There's a a great list of, like, the top 20 sci-fi cliches or something. And, like, number one was... You notice that scientists never accidentally open a portal to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be a great skit right there. We should do that sometime. So, so you know, I'm, like, I, I at least knew that part was going to happen. So that, at least up to that point, it was expected. So I'm walking through this area. Um, you know, there's the stupid lung spiders. That's what they look like to me. Lung spiders. Lung spiders. And uh, then there's like there's uh, so I'm still I don't even know what the little bug things the head crabs they look like bug spiders. Okay, so like I refer to them as like they look like chicken. (laughs) Like if you like cook a chicken, like that's what it looks like. It's like walking around like. uh, I'm not sure which one is creepier, them or the flood from Halo. They're both pretty terrible creatures. uh, The flood is creepier. Flood is definitely. They're they're both pretty bad. The only the only difference is that the people with the head crabs are still alive. Have you ever played seen the YouTube videos where they play the head crab mongols backwards? No. It's people, like, screaming, like, to get the thing off of them and stuff. Really? Yeah. I, I, okay, I mean, that, 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 that ups their creepy pretty much <laughs> a lot. Okay. So the people are so conscious inside, which is why it's creepier. The, the flood completely takes over the place. I, I feel, actually, a lot better about shooting them all now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's why the Father Gregory guy was okay, because he was I supposedly free. I never, never seem to be able to kill the person... And not have the stupid thing still live. <laughs> no, that, and that's like, and, until they give you like the chainsaw blade and in, in two with the grab gun. Yeah. But you start like, seen those. oh really? Oh, you you have Raven yeah, Hollow. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But like, no, there's a, there's a way to do it. It's like you just have to headshot it or something. Yeah, that's, well, yeah. yeah. Like if you use the shotgun, right. there's like no way, like that thing is not dead, but it'll still like get <laughs> off the body and jump at me. But I'll assume it's dead. That's so the other thing. I like how you're not wearing a helmet, and somehow they never seem to be able to grip, get a grip on Gordon Freeman's slippery head. I, I think which is the same I, reason to be able to slide along the floors in Half Life One. This like, <laughs> is my theory. I, I just booted up of Half Life One, and I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the floor sliding. You must have like tweaked the sensitivity lever or something. So I, I when I'm playing through, I didn't even I didn't even know about the creatures yet. There's one point where I'm standing in there. All of a sudden, I'm going up. And I'm like, holy Those crap, things. I'm flying. What is going on? <laughs> I really am super. Yeah. Look up, and no, it's actually just a like-like from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah. I love the exact... Oh, here's, here's, here's something awesome. In one of the expansions, you get one as a weapon. You what? can use it as a hook shot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which one? The, the thing, the I think it's the thing. Oh, one of the... Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. It's, I think it's the second expansion. I could be wrong. It's fantastic. What's it's really like, awesome is feeding them the explosive tubes. Like, if there's a ton of them, if you're done that yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, like, give them an explosive tube, and then, like, shoot it. So you just feel epic. You feel um, epic. Just, just the whole... I mean, we were making fun of it the whole time because there were things, like, people would get sucked into these vents, and then, like, body parts would fly out of it. Was, but, it was, but it was hilarious. Because yeah, yeah. it was so fake and horrible. They were just like these chunks of things that would fly out, and you're going, oh, okay, that's not right. <laughs> moving on. And there, there was, you, you, this is one thing that I'm sure neither of you have experienced, because something had to have glitched up. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. I was walking by one of the windows, you know, that you can see into. The light goes off in it. I turn around, and there's one of the scientists, like, standing there staring at me in this dark room now. One of the what? Huh? One of the scientists just staring at you? Yeah, like, through a window. Like, you walk up to a window... You can see into the window. The light goes off. I wasn't even looking into it. The light mm-hmm. just goes off. And then there's a scientist just standing in there and staring at me. I thought, like, something creepy is about to happen to him. But no, he just he had just turned the light off in the game. I think he's supposed to be screaming. He, he, nothing was happening. There I wasn't think, anybody in I the think, room. I think, I think the glitch was... That no, because that happened twice. He wasn't, he, it, wasn't, it wasn't screaming. Trust me, this has not happened. There was, there was nothing in here that you Maybe you just didn't, like, stalked with creepy scientists. Well, it's not over. I, I got around, finally, to the door to the room, and I went in, and he's still in there with the lights off. And I was guessing he was just, like, trying the whole, you know, school taught, you know, trying to hide from, from gunners and, and, like, turning it <laughs> off, like, nobody's in this room, don't come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went over, and I was like, that's kind of weird. I'm just, I mean... I'm going to turn the light on now, if you don't mind. I turn it on. The guy screams and drops to the down ground dead. For yeah, no the, reason. The light was supposed to come on, and he was supposed to, like, get attacked. That was before. 
Well, what, I, 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 I turned on the light switch and he just died. I think what's supposed to happen is that there's supposed to be an auto trigger that's supposed to. Be, the idea is that he's getting attacked in the dark and then when the light turns on, he's dead. Ah, okay. He's supposed to scream in the dark and the light turns on and he's dead. Because well, I ended up dying just, and doing the same thing again, turned the light on and he was fine. Nothing happens. It was, it, was just, it was just some sort of sequencing glitch or something. So yeah, something must have been. I mean, it's, it's actually it was, it was the instance that it happened in. It was just so funny because I went in there. He was standing right next to me. I turned the light on and he just died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm feeling just so big. There was another another great scientist. Was uh, <laughs> you're you're walking I'm walking down this corridor. I'm concentrated on a headcrab zombie that's like up in this little overhang thing that's the last minute too. And then while I'm concentrating on that, this other guy, he's like one of the old men scientists. Ooh. He smashes through <laughs> a window like in a roll. Have you remember this person? He does like this Superman dive Big through thing. the window like it shatters. He rolls along the ground, gets back up, and he goes, good day. <laughs> and then he walks off. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I don't think I remember him talking to me, but I think I remember it. It made no sense at all. I think I remember scientists being thrown through a window by a headcrab zombie at some point. I think. Well, that may have been it. Headcrab zombies throw everything at you. Because he was distracting me. They also constantly find propane bottles to throw at you right when you shoot. (laughs) I hate them. So that was pretty great. And then... The last thing that drove me crazy is through the entire thing. Oh wait, no, there was one other part. Like I, I told you, like I'm usually sympathetic toward the, the NPCs, but in this one, I hated them. But I still restrained myself from restrained myself from killing them because I don't know. I have this for like that's too bad because I don't know what ammo and it's really nice. I don't know what's wrong with me, but like I have a weird moral code that extends even to video games. Like, <laughs> I kill innocent people in the video games. I, I fell though this one part. I fell when I wasn't supposed to, and I was like in this toxic green sludge. And it's one of those moments where it's like you know you're. You think you're gonna die? You're like struggling just with all your might, all the might of your fingers, <laughs> trying yeah, to get yeah. out of this thing. So I finally get up, and you know, your health is like all the way down. If it were real life, I'd be like gasping and crawling yeah, yeah. along the floor. I look up. There's a scientist there. For some reason, there's a nice little computer set up next to the giant pit of toxic sludge. <laughs> the scientist sitting there working. My entire suit has drained at this point. My health is all the way down. I look. He he looks around and. It was just chance, the line that it shows for him to say at this point was, Ah, so you're wearing the new HEV suit. That'll come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just go, Because the revolver and just shoot him, because I was so mad at the game. <laughs> so that was pretty great. And then the other terrible part is, like, I think every single level there would be one person somewhere that would go, I predicted all of this. They didn't yeah. listen to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? Did you know? Did all of you predict <laughs> the exact same thing? Could none of you have like just mentioned something, just casually? Hey, anybody else think this might cause a dimensional rift that allows many spiders to jump on our heads? <laughs> really? Everybody else thinks this. Well, then what are we doing with this thing? Let's give it to the guys at Aperture and let them destroy the world. This is a bad idea. <laughs> but no, that never crossed anyone's mind. Aperture was too busy trying to design lemons that can set people's houses on fire. Actually, the whole deal behind Aperture was trying to design shower curtains. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. How do you know that? You haven't played the second game? Because uh, I just I read the Wikipedia when the second game came out, and they did a lot of backstory. So, there's like yeah, nothing but Aperture backstory. I, I think the last part I was in is when you're on that little, like, you know, like the little cartoon train deal, yeah. or whatever it is. The monorail thing? Yeah. You were not halfway through, you were at third. Really, that was it? I, I just, I kind of got to this part where it was at this big brick wall, I didn't know how to break through it, I had finally killed everybody after dying. So you try the times, crowbar. And I just Because the stopped. crowbar can answer, like, Actually, so many problems. I took a breather, and I was like... I can't do this anymore. <laughs> the honor rail level is actually really awful. I don't like the honor rail. It also was probably a big mistake to do that entire section in a single day. There were no yeah. breaks in between that. So. I mean, on a rail is really is is a kind of irritating. It, it really kind of ruined it for me, so I, I just stopped after that because I was I was just done. I but the the good news is you don't actually have to know anything about it for Half Life Two. Yeah, no, that, that was the, well, that was the thing. I went and read Wikipedia, and I was like, I knew all this before I started playing this game. Yeah, no, there was absolutely no consideration given to the first Half Life because it's like what, like ten years later. <laughs> yeah, so I finally gave up on that, and I might make a cartoon about it. That's that's all anybody listening needs to know. So yeah, yeah. Was I, I assume 
Portal, I think Portal wasn't that supposed to be going on during the Half-Life 2 events. I guess they're just so sealed off that no handcrafts managed to get down there. I guess That was so. the thing, too. It starts in Half-Life 2, and I'm like, so how is this supposed to be working? Is this, like, an epidemic across the entire world? Is this... This doesn't resemble any it's location It's only in that city. That it's I only recognize. that city. What's you start with the city? Huh? It's just because that's where the rift is. Like, you'll find out more as you go. And the other thing is there's all the different ty- kinds of aliens, and they all seem to hate each other. And that's why That's why in Portal 2... So I, because I, there's I, different rifts different from different... Why do you think, like... See, nobody has said that in the game yet, though, so I know... No, you're like, the thing is, like, I think Portal happens, like, like during Half-Life, because there's, there's nobody there. You are the only human character in any of the Portal games. Well, that's just when it was killed everybody. That's an entirely different kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, you know... <clears throat> So, yeah, also, that's that's my Half-Life experience. So the game I like that, that does frustrate me. Has anybody played Bioshock 2? I haven't played I, I, I tried to play Bioshock 1, but I'm a wussy and it scares me. Yeah, Bioshock is incredible. I, I love that game. One of the also, games. my my what's like <laughs> what I found out about Bioshock is that it's hard. Like you lose health really quick if you can't kill the splicers really fast. Yes. So you have to be good at killing splicers. You also have to conserve your ammo, like. Like, you have to, like, G, you have to be, like, really, really awesome and really, really accurate, and you lose a bunch of health really fast, and the, uh, the, the, uh, atomism? Yeah. Yeah. That, that runs out really quick. Yeah. And so, you have, it's, it's really a survival kind of thing. It is very much survival. And, first off, it scares me, and I'm a whim. That's why I'm Second off, my laptop doesn't really play it very well, so I can't actually, I don't have, like, the dexterity to be good at it. Oh, yeah. So, I'm never going to be good at it, so I bought, I, 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 like, bought it for $5, so it's on a Steam site. That's a fantastic game. And you know you have the wrench, right? Like, it's, you're always your fallback thing. So you're always running out of ammo, so you always have that wrench, right? Mm-hmm. So let's make Half-Life 2. You get to play as a big daddy, right? Let's get the drill, right? Awesome. You mean in Bioshock 2? Yeah, in Bioshock 2. You said Half-Life 2. Sorry. <laughs> Bioshock 2. Just making sure. And, like, they decide to be really jerkish and be like, oh, yeah, that drill is going to have fuel that you're never going to be able to find. <laughs> and course. it's always going to be empty. And so... You have no weapons <laughs> that are infinite ammo. I should probably see if anybody's been like messaging us. Do you know what's really because you know. Oh yeah. You know what's a really bad idea? Hmm. Watch Sixth Sense for the first time. Then go play Half Life Two because you think that will somehow help the situation. Five trillion dollars <laughs> to everybody watching. Uh, you guys don't like horror at all. Uh, I've never actually seen a horror movie before. Six really? Sense is the closest I've ever come. Like, I just I, I, I saw will, that like two weeks ago. I get startled. If it's got jumpers in it, I don't like it. I can oh deal my god. I can deal suspense. I really liked the movie. It was great. It's just you don't pair that with playing half like, like, too. Like suspense, like I love Six Sense. Suspense I can do, yeah. I, I understand and appreciate. Mm-hmm. Jumpers, no. I don't see, do jumpers. It's not even like it makes me afraid. It just kind of like, makes me, I don't know. So I like horror movies. So I've seen a lot of movie with those like jump moments in them. So of course I can see them coming. So I saw Insidious. What? I can see. And them. Insidious has moments like that that I didn't see coming, <laughs> and it thoroughly frightened me. Like, and I, that's why it's incredible. I can see them coming, but it's they still, still yeah okay. Well, it's like I, I get all tense about them, and then they do the thing where they let it down. And it's like oh, it's not gonna happen. I'm like no, I know you're still gonna do it. I know you're still gonna do it. Like, no, no, seriously, dude, we're really not. Okay, fuck. Ah! Yeah. So, that's the you're going, I hate you. I hate you. I'm going to pick your liver apart with my teeth. Yeah, like, one of those is, like, okay, like, I like that from watching your movie. They do, like, <laughs> they do things like, like, you can see, like, the shadow outside the window, like, pacing back and forth on the balcony, right? You're like, oh, my God, it's going to jump through the window. It's like, dun, 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 and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it goes, dun, dun, and then it walks back again. It still walks back in the same rhythm. Except it's now inside the house, and it was like incredible. And everybody in the theater was like, "What?" You know, like, yeah. and the one like the baby starts crying. So they all run into the baby's room, and they see the crib, and the camera focuses on the crib, and you can see it if you're looking at it. Because I bought the DVD when it came out, because I like the movie. There's like this dude just standing over the crib. There's like they don't like they don't like you know he doesn't go or anything. He just stands there, and then like. Then the woman realizes he's there, she screams, and then he's gone. And you were like, he balls, but yeah. Also, they made Darth Maul look terrifying, because the monster in that movie looks exactly like Darth Maul. <laughs> like, we're, like, exactly like Darth Maul. You know, it's, it's like, I've Darth seen, Maul with hooves for feet. I, I have <laughs> seen one, one horror movie, like, the straight-up horror movie. Yeah. It's like, we went and, uh, we had a, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show party. 
which I guarantee you does not happen very often at Baylor. But yeah. my, 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 film, my roommate is a film major, was a film major. Was a film major? And well, yeah, he, he graduated. And so it's oh, like, okay. okay, sure, well, we'll do a Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, party. That sounds fun. And so we get well, through it all and everything. Pretty good. And afterwards, they're like, well, what are we going to do now? So they bring up a Netflix queue and they're like, oh, I know. Let's watch Paranormal Activity. That movie was not scary. You know what, though? It was 3.30 in the morning. I was <laughs> sleep-deprived, and it was full of a, a bunch of... Uh, well, the real issue is I was constantly afraid that my roommates were going to try it because they knew I didn't like horror at all. Yeah. And neither one of them cared. Yeah. They're just those people who just are not phased by any kind of horror. Yeah. And so I was just constantly afraid that they were going to try and replicate paranormal activity things to freak me out. <laughs> and I psyched myself into being scared, and they didn't have to do anything at all. And it's really great because, you know, we, we were on the second story of our duplex, and there's metal stairs outside, so I'm just like, just wait. Or I'm just going to open the door, I'm just going to run up and down those stairs, and that's all it's going to take. That's all it's going to take. And I did not sleep that night. And I didn't sleep the next night, except until I managed to fall asleep with the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then, like, well, it's great because the next, it was like the next night, my, my film major roommate, Decided he was going to film something, right? Because yeah. they do that on vacation, yeah. film majors. So he brings home this giant camera, and he points it at my door. Yeah. And if you've seen Paranormal Activity, it's like, oh, come on now. Yeah. Really? Exactly. And that, that, was a, that was a scary movie. I just, see, that's why I never had those kind of problems, because I've never seen those movies before. The thing is, there I sleep like a rock every yeah. night. I've never had that problem. See, my roommate was also he, like he that. jumpers in that movie. He's very much, he's very much totally afraid. He didn't want to watch any horror movies, my roommate. And so, like, that was always the thing, was, like, I had horror movies on DVD, and, like, I could always just be like, that, you know, I could just watch this, and he wouldn't be able to stop me, and he'd leave the room if I needed him to. I never had to resort to it, but he knew that it was there. And, like, The Strangers was that, that one's, like, the highest, like, it's just suspense, that's all it is, it's like, you know the killers are there, they know the killers are there, the killers just don't care. It's weird. Well, it's, you know, one, one thing interesting about Paranormal Activity is, like, the entire budget was, like, $10,000 or something. Yeah, it was a really low budget. It was, it was really low budget, and they didn't expect any, like, the guy that the house they used? Yeah. It was the director's home. Yeah. And most of the budget went into remodeling it. <laughs> <laughs> so it would look good on film. And then... <laughs> that was, yeah, that was reasonably good. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, like... Uh, it was great. It's like, it, the movie. It, yeah, it took a year. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm still remodeling the set. You mean your home? <laughs> yeah, it's such a chore. And then, but then it's like they sell it to it, and it's like, hey, this movie made sixty bajillion dollars. Yeah. So Super Eight. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Yeah, I've have, I have not seen it yet. Probably gonna get Oscar nomination. Well, it seems to me it's like it was actually J.J. Abrams tribute to Steven Spielberg. So exactly. It, it's like. I don't trust Abrams anymore. Keyboard solo. Why? You're watching Lost. You better trust him. Well, no, because Lost is exactly why I don't trust him. That's the only I, thing that... I, I watched Alias. Don't know anything about it. You I, haven't watched it yet. I've watched Alias. I don't like Lost, so... I don't... I still like... I know the, uh, that there's, you know... Everybody who didn't like the end of the last thing simply did not remember enough about the show. That was the only problem. Because mm-hmm. everything was explained somewhere in there. I'm going to challenge you on that when I finish. All and of Lost? Now, granted, it's, it's some work to pay enough attention, but it is all in there somewhere. I like I'll Cloverfield. For it. I like Cloverfield. Thank you. You know what? I thought it was a, a quality entertainment experience. I liked the throwback to the, I liked the, uh, the Blair Witch Project style. And a lot of people hate on the Blair Witch Project, but Blair Witch Project 2 sucked balls. I agree. Blair you know, Witch Project 1 is awesome. also kind of funny. I just read something about Blair Witch Project. Um, you know, it's another one of those things where like, they had no budget and everything. Yeah. It's not, it's not only did they have no budget, they literally had nothing. Like, these guys were not like... They were us. No, kind of, except <laughs> think of this. Think of us. Was it literally... Except, was it actually literally shot on a, like, uh, handy cam? No, it was, it was actually, me. it was like a $10,000 camera or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. But, like, think of us, but in debt. <laughs> and instead of, like, trying well, to work That would just be me if I went ahead and bought stuff, even though I don't have the money yeah, for it. So, so think of us, like, thousands of dollars in debt, and your solution to that is, I know, I'm going to make a shaky handheld movie 
by spending $20,000 I don't have. Yeah. And then hoping somebody's going to like it. We do not recommend well, this tactic for anybody else. <laughs> well, like, they sell it off, like, if you've seen the movie, like, they sell it off like it's supposed to be a true story. Yeah, and it's... And, you know, the thing is they tried for, like, realism, so they, like, made the, the actors out camp there and everything. Mm-hmm. And so half the time, everybody was just getting really angry with each other, and, like, they quit game with only minimal tools and food for survival and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so it know, does build the tension. Yeah. It's just, you know, the fact that they got enough tape to use is... Also, the yeah. Harry Potter casting crew did not like working in the maze. What? what? Like, uh, so I watched this whole special on all the Harry Potter movies. Uh-huh. I think it was, like, playing during last week. But, uh, yeah, like, one of them, like, they were talking about, like, the fourth movie. Uh-huh. And, like, they built, like, this, like, segments of the maze. And it was, like, literally, like, five feet of space and then, like, ten feet tall walls, right? And, like, yeah. they had, like, a few of those. And they were all working in that space. Yeah, that was a- and because they had to get the how they wanted to get their shots, and like they'd spend like an hour out there, and, and, and then like the cast and the crew would be like, we need to get out of this maze. They're like freaking out of the claustrophobia <laughs> of the maze, yeah. and so and then also like they made Daniel Radcliffe do all that filming underwater. Uh, yeah. They also yeah. during that filming, that whole like underwater scene, they built like a little like place where he could like come up for air, but not surface, so that way like he couldn't. Like, so we couldn't surface like they made a little spot. We could come up for air and get some distru- uh, director instruction because they didn't want him to surface. So like through all of that filming was him like act like Harry Potter for like ten seconds, grab an oxygen mask, do it yeah. again, do it again, do it again. I'm like, man, that's oh, that sucks. Well, not being able to surface. I mean, that's just like putting your limit on survival over and over again. It's like it took like what that, that eighty-seven. Makes me feel better about the stuff I do. I don't, I don't was it eighty-seven takes to get the. Uh, 87 takes to get the seven Harry's effects. I would believe that. Like, because he had to, he had to, like, he had to act, like, they, like, programmed a camera on a track, of course. Yeah. Like, he had to act as himself. He did the whole thing as himself. And then he had to, like, watch, like, uh, Ron do, like, switch clothes like he would. Mm-hmm. So that way Harry could mimic that. Because it's still supposed to be Ron, the character. Yeah. And he had to do that for, like, all seven of them. And you, could, you can't step, like, you step, like, one foot too far, you're standing in another Harry's path. Yeah. And so, like, you have, like, all these tape all over the floor and stuff. We did, we did actually... Huh? They pulled it off. It was pretty, yeah. really impressive. We're at 56 minutes already. Yeah, we're really close. Actually, we, we this seems like more of a serious episode. Yeah. I sort of want to change yeah, that. Weird. Now just like off-color jokes with Ian for the last four minutes. I don't know. We've, we've actually come up with two uh, awesome storylines for many series. And, and series. I'm, I'm, I'm quite proud of them. I don't like to brag on myself very often. But we're, we're, we're last of grenades and the, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy with the superheroes that have been carrying out so far. You know, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm very happy with the villains, not heroes. But Last of Trinity is fantastic. I can't wait to start working on that one, actually. Which isn't, that's a working title. The name will probably change. It's, it's a... Uh, it's, it's a callback. It used to be, you know, it was a Halo parody. It started as a Halo parody, and anybody who's listening to this has probably heard me mention it or seen it written somewhere. Actually, I think, like, the first episode has me introduced as yeah, that guy because... Is that the first episode is like, if you're here, it's probably because you watched Last Ditch Grenade. You know what's kind of funny, though? Honestly, as good as this will end up being, it probably still will be, if they're listening to that episode, they probably have watched Last Ditch Grenade finally. <laughs> it's true, actually. Yeah. It, it will actually end up wrapping back around to being true. It's, what? It's a, uh, it's, it started as a Halo parody, and then I changed my mind because I wanted to be more original, and I was kind of getting tired of doing parody stuff. So I did. Uh, I developed these characters. It was. It was I used the same. Happened to airsoft the movie. That's what happened. It's too hard to make because, well, originally it was because you were involved, and now it's because it was I was involved. But um, uh, this this one thing we we realized the characters were actually what was what were hilarious and not the Halo jokes. Yeah. So I took the characters out, redesigned them, so they still kind of have a faint Halo look to them because so you don't want to compete with them versus. That was another reason. That was like that's probably that was the biggest reason. reason. That was yeah, the, like that was the final hit. Uh, I finally watched some Red versus Blue, and I was like, "There's no point in trying to do a Halo parody anymore." So I, I want to make that. I want. I want to like destroy everyone's dreams of her making a Fable parody too. Huh? I, I want to be the person to destroy everyone's dreams of making a Fable parody. Yeah. 
Why? Because your Fable experience. Yeah, how make them. Well, they're actually pretty. Uh, uh, if you go and look at like the internet, final boss of Halo Two, like you just shoot him once and he dies. Um, he kind of Halo Three. You remember everything, or you're Fable Two. You Fable Two. Fable Two. Keep your names straight. <laughs> Sorry, but it, yes, yes, you do. I never really. Yeah, you actually, if you have you ever searched Rodriguez Okazaro on the internet, I imagine you're the only one. You can find him in quite a few places. It's, it's really cool. Like I even found like one deep, like a like a forum post on DeviantArt where somebody just like referenced him at one point, and I was like, that's so cool. Nice. <laughs> I can't believe people are doing. I just recently got a new student actually. Uh, at the art, at, you know, at the art studio, I started uh, typing my website address to show him stuff, and he was like, "I know who you are." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> are you serious? Nobody ever says that to me. <laughs> he actually read my website address. I, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't get it. I still don't get it. Internet. No, 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 no. That was connected to Rice Pirate, and that is my excuse for it existing, and it is a valid reason. You know it's a valid reason. <laughs> Who's Rice Pirates? Rice is my arch enemy undergrounds. I hate him. Then why did you do a video with him? Because I didn't know. That's why I hate him. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> when it started. Like you, you, I, I, you told me to watch. Like I try to watch all your stuff. I don't watch the podcast. I mean, I watch all the podcasts. Um, <laughs> that's pretty difficult since they're you know audio files. <laughs> I watch them. <laughs> Shut up. I uh, so I, I mean it was. I finished the Fable 2 thing, and somebody sent a message asking me to be in a collaboration, and that was the first time anybody's ever asked me that. Did they so not actually explain this on cast before? I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool that somebody was asking me, so I said yes. I quickly learned, examine the people you're saying yes to first. Yes. So I went and looked at their stuff, and I was like, these people suck, and I'm going to have their video on my page and averaged into my score. Yeah. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> I... So I, I ended up, Rice Pirate was one of them. He did, in my opinion, the worst one on there. And they were all pretty bad, so that's saying a lot. They were, um... What is Clock Day? I don't get it. It's celebrating Strawberry Clock, who was a user... He's he's famous for being terrible. Because he made horrible things that still got onto the site and never got deleted. So he's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yes, that's an excellent... Awesome! Actually. Wow, good job, Ricky. <laughs> I understand internet now. <laughs> So I, so I made my piece. I actually actually thought my piece turned out okay for your piece was pretty good for what it was. And animating it in two days, um, it actually turned out at the end that for some reason they couldn't get it into their file correctly. I don't know why. So it was separate, and I was like, yes, I didn't, because I was I was considering backing out, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that kind of person because I already said yes. I'm not going to back out now. But they ended up not being able to use my part anyway. They also, for some reason, stuck my name in anyway, so it's still actually on my page. So without the benefit of your but without my stuff actually being in there. So, uh, but yeah, that's that was when I first exposed to Rice Pirate. He later made the dot 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 thing, and became instant Newgrounds celebrity for you. When he didn't, it, have you been shown that yet? Dot dot dot. No. It was, okay. a, it was an audio recording that somebody else made that he then animated text. It was it, it, it is it, it was, was a flat, well as he admits I mean, freely in the opening of his video, it's it's a flash based on a dramatic reading of a review of somebody else's game. He only did the flash part and he did the text animation and it was not bad. It's not bad, but it's I just not best of all time list, Newgrounds Game of the Year Award voting panel. Good. You know, it's not that extent. It's 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 it was very entertaining. I'm glad he did it. It was hilarious because of the audio recording that he used for it. The guy who recorded the audio, nobody goes to the audio session on Newgrounds, so nobody would have heard that thing yeah. otherwise. And that's, that's why I, I mean, got popular. I am a fan of kinetic typography, so that was nice. Kinetic typography? That's real words, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We're going to do one, actually. On that sort of is. But uh, we... Um, it was, and I've, I've tried to, I mean, he's, he's actually commented on, he's a fan of mine, actually. He's, he's commented on my stuff before. He's listened to one of these podcasts before. And so now we're just going to bash him mercilessly. I, I just can't, I mean, I, I've tried to, I, well, really, I don't want to be mean to people, but, and I don't have anything against him. Well, he honestly, it's Stomp on all the little people, yeah, Todd. It's not uh, his fault. No, like, it's not. He hasn't done anything to me. It's, it's the people who are, are stupid, who are giving him the attention that's irritating. So, this does it for this episode? Yeah, like white so. noise? <laughs> wow, this episode turned out... Now with five minutes of bonus footage. <laughs> with a bonus rage. <laughs> so, this I'm is actually... I regret saying all that, but... It's so, okay, okay, well, we're gonna this do... This was oddly stuff. serious. Yeah, well... It was. 
It's weird. Well, it was, it was okay though. Well, it's, well, tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna end this out with a nice, peaceful, like harmonized barbershop style I, hum. We didn't practice this. No, it's it's great. We did it last time either. And last yeah. time it was a Skype lag, so this one should work a little okay, bit better. So okay, so we're just gonna go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.